The following broadcast is a production of the Ministries of Marcus A. Kyler. We pray this message is both inspirational and transformational. For more information about Marcus, please visit MarcusAKyler.com. For more information about the communications consulting services he can provide for your ministry or nonprofit organization, please visit yourdigitalpastor.com. CO. Thank you for listening and be blessed. Look, I get it. You need a friend, a guide, a shepherd to help you navigate the ever-changing digital ministry landscape while at the same time encouraging you to keep going. I'm that guy. I'm your man Marcus and I am your digital pastor. The Version Bible verse of the day comes from 2 Timothy chapter number 3, verses 16 and 17 from the New King James Version. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may complete, be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Uh, scripture is sufficient. Uh, the Bible, if we have nothing else, if you took away all uh, concordances and, and you took you took away all um, you know you took away all commentaries and, and you took away uh, all of the things that God has blessed um, scholars over the centuries to create. Uh, for us to, to, to study and to prepare. Uh, if you took all that away, Scripture is still sufficient. And God is going to move in Scripture uh, for, for that which may not be overtly there. And then uh, for that which is there, Scripture is enough. So either way it goes, uh, the Word of God has to direct us in everything uh, that we do. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not, um, we, we're not talking about situations where, you know, God, God said, uh, don't do this. And, uh, but, uh, I don't, I don't see where the, you, you saying that God says don't do this, but I don't see it in the word. Uh, I don't see that. Where does it say that, uh, in the Bible? We have to move, we have to have the maturity to move beyond those situations. And if we believe that scripture is sufficient enough, we have to look at the we have to look at what scripture says, and then we have to look at also what uh scripture is saying from a conceptual standpoint, if there's something that we do not see specifically. And if we look in at scripture to see what it says conceptually, uh, you know, we we, we, we we do that for quote unquote gray areas of life. But even in those gray areas of life, uh we uh, depend on the move of the Holy Spirit in our lives and what God is telling us specifically. And if the Holy Spirit is moving us uh, in, in a certain direction and is, and is leading us and guiding us, then, uh, then the Spirit is going to, uh, to, to, to back up, to show us, the Spirit is going to show us in the Word, uh, you know, conceptually, uh, something that may be illuminated to us because of how the spirit is working in us that may not be illuminated to somebody else. But scripture will be revealed because scripture can back up every single thing, every concept, every theology, every uh, every life standard, 
every lifestyle, uh, every uh, kingdom lifestyle choice can be backed up by scripture. All right. So, um, you know, when I when I think about that, the all sufficiency of scripture, you know, I I just think about, you know, uh, back in my freshman year of uh, uh, of undergrad on the campus of Morehouse College in uh, the historic Graves Hall. I can remember, um, you know, it was it was uh, three of us, um, you know, crammed into, uh, you know, one of our boys uh, rooms uh, uh, in the dormitory. And it, it, it was it was a very, very small room. And when I say three of us were crammed in there, I mean, you, you wouldn't necessarily think of three people anywhere that would be crammed up as maybe a bathroom. Uh, a, a, a powder room in somebody's home, if you will, but but uh, his room was so small that it was definitely, definitely, uh, definitely, um, uh, it, it was definitely crammed in there. What are you saying, Jada? Uh, okay, okay, I'll do that. And so because of that, um, you know, it, it was just crammed in there. I can just remember we were talking about, uh, you know, just life and, 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 you know, we were talking about, you know, uh, spiritual things. and We were just chopping it up. And, and, and you know, one of our friends at the time, uh, you know, he didn't really kick it with us after freshman year. But, um, you know, he was trying to make a point about something. And then, you know, one of our other boys was like, yeah, man, um, you know, where, where do you, uh, you know, where, where, where do you draw that perspective from or whatever? And he, and, and, and he gave my man uh, his body. Bible. And and my man like pushed the Bible away uh and just kept on talking about what he was talking about. And and we were just like, wow, like that's crazy, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like you don't, you know, it, you gotta be able to back up everything you're saying. Um uh with with the word, especially if you're talking about something, uh, you know, spiritual concepts, man, you, you gotta you know, if scripture is sufficient for everything, then you need to be able to back up everything uh, with the word of God. It needs to be consistent with what God is saying and and w- uh, with God's heart, with God's voice and how he is communicating, how God is communicating through God's people and how God is communicating uh, even today through uh, uh, through God's living word. And so scripture is sufficient, man. I just want to leave you all uh, with that. Um, you know, if what you're doing is on the right track and if what you're doing is uh what god has has called you to do and you know that you were in uh god's will then it can certainly be backed up uh by scripture the all sufficiency the all sufficiency of scripture take everything else away and the bible is truly all we need Hey, what's happening, everybody? This is your man, Marcus, and I am your digital pastor. And I am just inspired afresh again. Uh, I have been uh, down the last uh, several days, haven't been really recording uh, anything. But uh, I did a video today, which is up on uh, YouTube. <laughs> not, not YouTube. Uh, it's up on Instagram right now. Uh, under my uh, Pastor Kyler account, I haven't put it on uh, your digital pastor uh, yet, but uh, I'm talking about the business meeting, um, you know, because uh, Gary Vaynerchuk 
you know, basically uses everything that he does uh, as a piece of content. And it's really what we need to be thinking about. And it's really how we need to be approaching um, everything that we do. Um, you know, if we're really trying to make ourselves into a personal brand, if we're trying to create that, and we're trying to, and we have a message that we know is powerful and can reach people, uh, we need to do that. Uh, but uh, he had his business meeting on there with rapper T Grizzly. Now I hadn't even heard of the brother before, but apparently he's from Detroit, so that's cool. But what really just impressed me uh, about the content of this video was T Grizzly was telling his story about how he was locked up in jail for three years and. Uh, during that three-year uh, time period, he uh, was moved to, to like five or six different facilities. And in that time, those five or six facilities um, basically presented themselves as uh, five or six different audiences <coughs> that he could put his rap music in front of in order to try it out, give some perspective from them and improve based off of um, the feedback that he was getting because uh, those five or six different facilities were in different states with different, uh, with different perspectives, different likes and dislikes, different preferences. And so uh, T Grizzly, uh, you know, he was talking about how he had uh, really gotten popular uh, here in Detroit and uh, people, you know, at home were loving his music, but then when he got locked up and, you know, he um, started rapping for some of the people that uh, he was uh, locked up with, they weren't really feeling his music. And uh, it, it's because it was just a totally different vibe uh, where he was. And each place that he, in each place that he went to, uh, it, it, was a, it was another different vibe that he had to get used to and that he had to receive feedback from and receiving feedback from all of these different places uh, were, were data points that he used to hone his craft and to and, and to uh, to make his presentation uh, something that could be more palatable uh, to the masses while not losing his authenticity and because of that when he got out of jail uh, he was able to you know turn things around uh, uh, okay, Jada, we can do that. So uh, he was able to turn things around, and, and hallelujah, yeah, praise God, Jada. <laughs> she 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 busts out with that um, with the spontaneous praise at the most uh, spontaneous moments, and it's, it's it's an incredible thing. But um, but yeah, he was able to use uh, use the different feedback from from these different states uh, that he was locked up in as data points to help him hone his craft so that when he got out he had something that that uh, could reach millions of people while not losing his authenticity and, and 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 so because of that when he got out he was able to produce something that that that, that blew up and and um, you know it was almost uh, instantaneous as far as you know how he was received and then uh, people started reaching out to him he uh, he went on tour and, uh, and and now he's about to come out with um, now he's about to come out with an album. Uh, I think it's, I think he might have said it's his second album. I don't know, but uh, he you know he 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 just it, it was an incredible story of perspective, 
of perseverance, uh, of really how you look at a situation. He didn't look at being locked up um, as a reason for locking up his talent. What he did was he took that as an opportunity to get better at what he wanted to do. And, and, and because of that, he was able to have success uh, when he got out. And now he has uh, set himself up uh, for the future uh, because he was concerned with his future when he was in uh, jail, when he was locked up. So I just thought that was an incredible story and something that was inspirational to me. Uh, one thing about me is um, I like to draw inspiration from many, many different sources. And, you know, I put my Jesus perspective <laughs> on that, you know what I'm saying, as I draw from these sources. But, you know, I'm not going to give you something uh, typical, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw from a lot of different things, and um, I believe that it's something that, you know, really helps me uh, to, to, to reach people. Um, I, I believe I was sharing uh, in uh, the devotional on the last uh, on the last episode, uh, and, 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 or maybe just didn't make it to the uh, to the last episode. But um, I know I've been reflecting personally about how you know when uh, I received my call to ministry uh, for the very first time. Um, you know, my only. My only point of uh, trepidation was the fact that I didn't really think that I had a message that could reach a lot of people uh, just because of where I came from. And I, and, and I, I didn't really feel like, uh, you know, because I, I, I had a really stable background, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you go deeper into my situation, you'll see I, I definitely had some, you know, emotional struggles and some things that I'm actually still dealing with as a 36 year old adult. But you know, um, I, I didn't think that I had, you know, a global message, a message that could really reach people. And when, you know, what I figured out over time is that, you know, some of the things that I've been through has given me another perspective and has given me uh, the ability to be able to draw from a lot of different things because um, I, I don't judge things on the surface anymore. Um, you know, I, I, I used to be the first person to say, oh, man, this is worldly. You know, I don't need to um, pay, you know, pay attention to this. But now I pay attention to everything, you know, and, and because I, I feel that, uh, you know, everything uh, and, and, and everybody, you know, has a message. And, you know, whether I uh, agree completely with that message, I know that, you know, if I have uh, my, my Jesus lenses on, you know, and I have his spirit that I can uh, I, I can have the perspective in order to pull out from it what the Lord would have me to pull out from it to be uh, edifying to my life. And uh, I just pray that that is a perspective um, that you can have as well. And so if you're listening to this right now, you know, I just I just pray that, you know, go watch that video. It's um, it's, it's on the uh, YouTube page of, uh, of Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, you know, Gary, if you type in Gary V-E-E, -E, then you will find it. Um, you know, watch the video, man. Be inspired by it. it it's really... Um, it, it's really remarkable, um, you know, what this young man uh, was able to do, uh, you know, with the uh, experience of being locked up and how he used that uh, as an opportunity to uh, strive for greatness. And I just pray that uh, in your experience of, uh, you know, whatever your lockup experience is, uh, I, I, I pray that you're able to leverage that experience 
to uh, strive for greatness and to uh, improve your situation. So uh, God bless you. And uh, I'm going to holler at you uh, on the next one. Peace. Thank you for listening to Your Digital Pastor. Until next time, be encouraged and be empowered.